I've got a dear friend who I've gotten to know over the last, what, two and a half years is when we met, roughly. Yeah. I mean, it was a random reach out uh, that, that happened because of, uh, of Garrett, for yeah, those good, of you who know Garrett. Good prospecting. Yeah, he did a phenomenal prospecting. We were hanging out in Tulum. Attempt number two. They don't know the that. joys they, of making videos. <laughs> <laughs> the joys oh, of making good. videos when it comes to uh, co-creating. I am joined here by what I would consider to be a dear friend who is on an epic road trip in his, uh, in his new Tesla. But mm. more importantly, I think he's on an epic road trip away from the business that he's been running and, and all the work that he's been doing over the last two and a half years that I've known you. Mm-hmm. You've gone through uh, a whole cycle of awesome. Um but I would, uh, I just want to welcome an unexpected guest because I didn't even know you were showing up today yeah. <laughs> to Montreal, Nick Koyama, who's uh, who I met under the guise of the Visual Era, but now yeah. is running the Video Warrior, right? Mm-hmm. Still have Visual Era. It just yeah. more operates as a as a holding company. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, it's like fun- functioning in the in the sense that it's it's got some assets. It, it was an agency or a video video production arm that you were running. Uh, with a whole team of people. Um, I mean, first of all, why are you on an epic road trip? And then let's talk about the story of who, how we know each other. Actually, no, let's start with the story of how we know okay. each other. Yeah, that's and better. then we'll go into where or how you're on this epic road trip. Yeah, well, uh, we know each other because um, your good friend, partner, um, Garrett, reached out to me mm-hmm. and wanted me to speak on Superhero Academy, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, He wanted me to do some like, guest stuff. Yep. And then we got together for a meeting and I remember him telling me about Superhero, and then I'm like, is is this Mark guy that you're talking about around? And he's like, yeah, he's in the other room. And mm. then we sat down on that call, and totally. then that's when things just became like, oh, my God, that's what you're doing? Like, I need can, to do this. you teach people like me how to do that? Yeah. And you're like, well, I want to make a course. I'm like, well, let me make you that course yeah. because I want to know all that stuff. And it's really cool looking in hindsight because we have built a community and a course that's done a lot, and we've taken a lot from what – what you've I done you. and, and just the whole energy of, of creating a course in a school. Mm-hmm. I don't even know why I said course. Yeah, it's a school. It's a school. Yeah, a school. Yeah. A, new, a new type of school. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's been fun. Yeah, I mean, so I, how I remember it going down is basically we were in Tulum. Garrett, Garrett and I were in Tulum and we were trying to like work on things that were like non, like things that we wouldn't normally work on. We were trying to like mm-hmm. focus on things that like we wanted to like do biz dev, if you want to put it in another way. And so I was doing a, a lot of email copy. I think I was writing email copy, which is ironic because I'm writing email copy now mm-hmm. uh, for for the new relaunch of Superhero Academy, including the How to Build a School course that you ended up filming and producing mm-hmm. out in Santa Barbara. And he was like, oh, man, this guy is like super good at video. He fucking gets it. It was just like he really, really like wanted to meet you and wanted to to kind of like figure out how we could collaborate and and have you be a guest i believe um and then yeah just quickly turned into well why don't you come out to santa barbara and let's film a course like you'll teach me it because i want to learn it anyway and then we'll film it and we'll turn it into a product that we can both like own and we'll figure out the details that are there and i remember that production turnaround because we filmed like 50 classes some of which are like six minutes but some of them are 15, 20 minutes or whatever, right? Some of them are fairly long. It was an entire curriculum that is how to build a school. And any of you who want to look at this, you could just go to superheroacademy.net and you can just check it out. 
but like just the curriculum itself like i'm not even trying to plug it or sell it so much as i'm like i will we f- yeah fine <laughs> <laughs> but we 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 built like an entire curriculum that was fairly extensive yeah and i made that whole thing up between the time i because i was we met in november hmm. and then i was out there in january right after the new year basically and I remember we had a 21-day production turnaround mm. where it was about – I was there for three weeks, and in those 21 days, I filmed the entire course. And this was multiple sessions a day, like prepping everything, making slides, and like coming up with all the screen shares. You had a whole team there. Uh, I remember like Anthony and like a bunch of others that were all participating and helping out. It was, it was a production. It yeah. was like a lot of work, and I like had to – finish all my details around that i you also were like oh why don't we get like an investor to invest in this so i had like random investor meetings with you which was super random but that made me start thinking about superhero academy as like a larger scale business Mm. and thinking about it as more of a multi-teacher online school um so i think you had a huge part in doing what the last two and a half years of me being cooped up in a hole Mm -hmm. thinking about how i can rebrand and recreate the entire school uh went into and you made me realize how valuable building a school was not just a course was yeah that was a big one man yeah it's it's like always um like the saying like when you're listening always listen like you're gonna teach something and what's cool is like you teaching the course i think no doubt um made both of us like take it more importantly and that's like when you teach um content it always solidifies with you the teacher way more yeah and for you to be teaching even though you know it and you were doing it um and then for me to be filming it, i feel like both of us just got taken to that next level it was really yeah i knew it but it was becoming a professional through teaching it yeah you know what i mean like because i had to teach it i was like oh i have to get my shit together to be able to show others like, what is my business plan? What does that look like? How do I film and produce this? And why do I choose to produce it in this way? What technology do I use? Why do I use that technology? Mm. Um, you know, what are the options that people have? Like, I go through a lot of stuff. I, I go through the marketing of it, the tech of it. Like, so all of that made me have to, like, go to the next level and really take that super seriously. Yeah. And yeah. it made me move further away from being an agency which is what you were running with Visual Air, and I was running with my own stuff, with a superhero agency, if you want to <laughs> call it that. And I kind of started or ended up working on uh, something called Wiz Crew with a, with a good friend of mine, which we partnered with. Um, so all of that was part of that same, you know, yeah. time period. Like we're growing up together. I think so. Yeah. The difference is you're 24 and crushing it, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm 31 and crushing it in my own way. But I think I think... Uh, I'm very excited for just how much you've, you are killing it. I, I can see even from my perspective, the confidence you are gaining in your own ability to be a teacher, your own ability to be a leader. Um, mm-hmm. I think you were always there, but you were just like waiting for the invitation in some way. Um, yeah, I, I, I just don't think the experience was there. Yeah. Like I am never been scared of getting experience and putting the time in and then learning the mm-hmm. nuances and, in concept, I understood it well, but I'm getting more seasoned, and yeah. I'm, I'm only, you know, a few years in, so. Yeah. Good stuff. I mean, it's good. But back to that last point, I just want to add this on, which is um, the whole idea of, uh, of uh, teaching and it solidifying more. Like, in our school, if somebody learns something and they have, like, success or a big shift, they have to teach it. 
because mm-hmm. that's the last layer of growth. It's not. It's not that's like the that black belt. Yeah, that's exactly. That's the mastery. Exactly. It's not like give back to the community or any of that. Nope. It's like your last step of growth is contribution. Yep. And um, so and to allow the next person to be that's that is yeah. the black belt. Yeah. That is like the fundamental of even superhero academy theory is you are only good at, or you can only be like for me a, a real expert at something if you could teach it mm. and then have somebody who watched your lessons exceed your own results mm, not even that. not even replicate your results exceed your results because they had a faster path to that curve and they didn't learn they didn't learn all the bad habits that many of us do yep. right like it's like learning a sport if i'm going to learn golf for example and i start swinging horribly and horribly but i play golf for many 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 months without ever having gotten real lessons on how to do it properly it will take me more time to undo that than if i had just started day one with the right mentor and the right person to teach me totally you know and and golf is normally not a reference i will use nor do i care about all that much but it is i think it is true totally yeah at least for what we do i mean we help video people so it's like depending on how long you've been in that mess of an industry it's it's like you can develop some really bad habits and it's easier taking someone who hasn't tried a video business and taking them far yeah but yeah i, I totally feel you man it's good yeah stuff. so tell me a little bit more about video warrior like what so you took from the time you and i met you basically built a school yeah. you've built a whole community it's all around i know what it's around but please tell me or the audience and the people who are watching this um what is it that you built what is it that people can learn in the school good well i'll explain it very new um very flat but um i'd love to also explain why it's important but yeah. we basically take video people who already know how to make videos yep um and teach them how to sell mm-hmm. not just how to sell but what to sell mm-hmm. right um and how to be worth more and and charge more so you know for us like the most we believe video is the most powerful business tool in the world mm-hmm. um most businesses and video people don't know that because of how the industry is built yeah but um you know, we just believe when yielded correctly, it can it can be huge. So if it could bring that much results, then we should get paid for knowing how to do it. And so that's what we that's our mastery is trying to bridge this gap between video and business. Because right now it's not far, not just far apart, but it's it's hurting a lot of businesses. Yeah. So yeah, we we call ourselves video warriors. We fight, <laughs> we fight for our clients. <laughs> I love I love you know you we were we were just having dinner um right before this and um you were talking about how this is so it's for professional videographers or people who want to be professional videographers let's say so they have an understanding of how to make video sure but it's not about making video it's about making a business that sells video or helping businesses use video to actually grow their business in in and of itself it's helping the professional who's going to go in there and say i i know your business needs video here's why and here's how i can help create that video for you and how those videos actually convert and actually do that stuff. It's not about just the camera settings or what preset or LUT somebody yeah, is using. That's the easy part. Sure. And, but I love that you have like a Facebook group, for example, that you like ban any of that, right? It's like, you're, it's not about the gear. And we hear this all the time, right? Like every big YouTuber that makes videos for a living, is like, it's not about the gear. It's about like the story you're able to tell. But I think you take it to a next level further, which is like, it's not even about the story that you tell. It's also about like the approach, the investment that you can make in yourself and the investment that you can make other people make in video and in hiring you as a videographer to help make that happen. And I love that. I love that it's, it's so niche. It's so powerful in that way. Um, 
and but it's yielding results and that's that's amazing yeah i mean i think the most important part in that respect is knowing what video needs to get made and then what to do with it and um knowing all that based off you know uh what do you call it like diagnosing a business figuring out where the where the big um in chiropractic we call subluxation but where the big um opportunities are yep and then knowing what video needs to get made to secure that opportunity or to stop the leak if Mm -hmm. there's a leak uh and then knowing how to implement and track but making it i mean we do in in a sense talk about like testimony like we'll 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 talk a bit about what makes these things good but we're not going to tell you how to set your iso and what camera to buy Mm -hmm. that is definitely what's created a lot of this mess yeah i think i think that there's there's just too much emphasis on making the pretty video and they overvalue the the beauty of a video which i think is important i think good framing is important i think good lighting is important i'm clearly one of those people who nerds out on that sure. hence yeah <laughs> but you're a creative you're yeah. creative yeah. And, I, and i'm a creative and i and i love that this is part of my this is an art for me at this point yeah it's like it's no different than me making the, the paintings that are behind you you know what i mean it for me it, it, it's a form of expression not just a form of business but i've known video is super important in, video, in business forever yeah. I, I think it's the most important thing that people could do in terms of like the best roi dollar that they can spend is on video yeah. and even if they wanted to turn on facebook ads video ads perform better than non-video ads sure. for the most part and and so it's like if you can like there's nothing better that communicates online and there's nothing more efficient than online communication mm. but there's nothing better that communicates online than moving pictures and sound now without a doubt wherever somebody has a following let's say they have a big podcast and somebody's listening to this in video audio well it's also influential but i think video is just the king of that and we are i think a lot of people feel like it's saturated (laughs) who are in the industry but it's far from because there are millions and millions of small business owners and entrepreneurs and people out there that are not making enough video. And if you subscribe to the Gary V school of thought, yeah, they're not you, making like a hundred videos a day because <laughs> he's just insane. Yeah. Well, I think um, the way I like to think about this, and this is more the, co- we're in a podcast format, so we can go this deep. But if you look at the digital world, and that's how I see it as a world, um, it has everything a world does, you know, communities, commerce, communication, um, it's where the world's going and it, it's businesses responsibility to begin merging their identities and business models into this world mm-hmm. where physics are completely back, completely different where there's time doesn't exist right online, not in the same way it does. in we'll call it the 3d world. Mm-hmm. So in time you, you can, you know, time is unlocked. Basically there's no limits. You can survive everywhere at all places. And that, that goes to the second part with space. So not only can you be in multiple places, you could be all there at once, the same time, all the time. So when you learn how to merge an identity or, or, or a, um, like a business model or a message onto this this platform, that's what's winning right now. Is because a lot of companies are limited to time and space. If they don't spend time on something or they, they're not in a certain place, they don't drive results. This is why all small businesses are failing, is because they're limited to a 3D paradigm. And um, video just acts and plays with reality really nicely, depending on how much you distort it and mess around with it. But it's, it's you know, video, in a sense, is reality in this new, in this new world. Mm-hmm. So what I focus on is what parts of 3D reality are great and they work, but they're just limited. Mm. And that's where we find, like, 
where we can really begin making an impact, not just by making flashy videos and doing new strategies, but recognizing what's already driving people, what's already creating breakthroughs, what's what are the moments inside of a business that are that are doing something but are just limited. And most people, when they think video, it's like, oh, the Gary Bead stuff. Yeah. Like let's let's go into this new world. First, I look at what's already working with our world and just merge it into the new physics. And mm. that's that's you know, for video warriors what has been create because it's almost like guaranteed results right if you don't like really mess up because you're it's already works people already you know um learn about who you are and what you do and what makes you different and why you do it and it's literally driving your business so we just need to unbind that and we that's the kind of places we focus on first Mm -hmm. you know create going on the offense and creating commercials and vlogs like that's stuff that we uh recommend doing down the line after you've unbound so you, yourself. So you mentioned something there, and I know you're you're an expert at this, going on the offense versus defense. Mm-hmm. So this is something that's incredibly important in business, but I think in everything, um, but very specifically in video strategy, there are videos that are offense-based and there are videos that are defense-based. Yeah. What does that mean? What does that look like? Yeah, well, everyone looks, likes the offense, right? They like, <laughs> they like running ads and, and posting, you know, video memes, and that, that's great. But the question is, is, like, what happens when someone gets interested and then goes to your platforms? Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of people, it's funny, there's two types of marketers, right? There's, there's ones that say, more traffic, just push more traffic. And then the others are like, well, we should optimize for this. So defense stands for the videos that people see when they come looking for you. Yeah these are intent based like they're already intending to look for you that's a yep. whole different psychology you got longer retention you could tell things like about your story yep. um you could introduce products mm-hmm. offense on the other hand nobody's looking for you Th- these are the videos you used to go looking for people who aren't looking for you yeah those are your ads and you're um you know uh empowering your co- you know some of your h's yeah I'll some, go some headlines I'll go. and some cool viral videos yeah so what we teach is to secure defense play offense so before you go play First, secure defense so that when your dream customers hit your page, they actually convert. They, they raise their hand and convert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we focus there first. And and even converting can just mean that they just understand who you are and what you do. Sure. You, it doesn't even always have to be an offer. It doesn't mm-hmm. even mean that you have to have a product or have to be selling something necessarily. Mm-hmm. But what you want them to do is really join in, in some layer of depth, right? Yeah. And even, even if that means like they come to, you know, they find a video like a help video. Help video is like, you make a topic on how to download the new iOS 13, for example, right? Mm-hmm. Or the top 10 features of iOS thir- 13. That's a headline slash help video. Why? Headline? Headline because it just came out. Help because maybe you can teach them how to use it, right? Yep. So it's, it, it's, those are both offensive videos, meaning they don't, somebody who finds this on YouTube doesn't necessarily need to know anything about you. Yeah, but, once but they, they are found intending. It, there yes, is intent. There is intent, which is good. Yeah. But, but those are still offensive videos because they didn't they they clicked the video because they thought they were going to get information not because they thought they liked you Mm, when when they click from that video to your youtube page yeah right your your youtube channel now on that channel is a channel video and that is defensive video why am i going to subscribe to your channel what can i expect from this channel when they they scroll through your feed your feed of videos and your playlist of videos they want to know what kind of videos you make regularly and then they might subscribe Mm -hmm. Or they might go to your Instagram or, or your Facebook, maybe because they use that more, and they'll subscribe there or they'll follow there. Um, or they'll go to your website, and that's even better, right? Mm-hmm. But all of that is a game between capturing people's attention yep. and then retaining their attention yes. and having them understand what kind of attention and uh, what kind of value you are putting out in the world. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people, like you said, 
focus so much on the externality piece because that's the thing is visual it's sexy yeah exactly it's sexy because it's like oh look how many followers we have yeah. and the truth is as somebody who has found a way to hack the system and gain a ton of followers both through creating tons of value and also through just being a fucking a hacker yeah oh sorry uh, same <laughs> thing, same thing. <laughs> carry on yeah <laughs> but a hacker meaning you know i i find ways to growth to to i don't want to say artificial because i'm not i'm not buying likes i'm not yeah. doing anything like that but I, but I am finding ways that that are incrementally better at growth yeah. than any other strategy. Yeah, you're hacking yeah. a you're hacking a pipeline and turning it into an absolute vacuum of attention, like you're, a you're, vacuum of attention. Yeah, exactly. you, yeah, it's 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 interesting. It's almost unnatural, but at the same time, that's what the internet is all about: unbound opportunity. Totally. Right? So it's like I love it, man. It, it's a little bit of a wild, wild west. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Um, because it, it, it's constantly changing. Because mm-hmm. here's the thing, we're, we're, we're competing versus other people and their content. I, I'm like, at the end of the day, I'm competing versus Netflix. If I'm a creator and I'm fighting for your attention, you might be watching the new Netflix, you know, special or the new Netflix show. Mm-hmm. And so I'm competing on that. I'm competing against all things that capture your attention in some weird way. And then on multiple platforms. But once that, it, once I've got your attention, now the question becomes, what do I do with it? Yeah. And so I've been down the rabbit hole of the last two and a half years that you and I, um, you know, since we first met, beyond the course that we filmed, and you came out to Costa Rica, which was a, which yeah. was one hell of a trip, uh, in many ways, and all of that. <laughs> yeah, but all of that. Um, cheers, cheers to secre- je- cheers to secrecy. Cheers, <laughs> <laughs> no. cheers to secret masterminds and things that go on in the jungles. Um, yeah, but but all of that came together in a in a way that you know over the last two and a half years I've been I've been upgrading my defense. Nice. You know I've spent a lot of time thinking about my defense and my defense not just being on the video front, but also code. Yeah, the um, entire platform. Field, the entire platform. Yeah, yeah just whatever's going to get someone to make stage. that next decision. Yeah, is your defense like anything people go see when they're looking for use defense? Exactly. You know, but exactly. there is a video. You know. Oh, of course. It, it Video does. is going to be an important piece of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's got to have the supporting factors. Like when we teach uh, video warriors to create um, lead gen, lead generation to mm-hmm. people, you know, we, we have literally, it's one page and it's a headline, a video, a little bit of messaging in a form. And it's, it's the strongest defense ever because it's set up for a binary decision. Mm-hmm. So that's a whole defensive platform, you know, aimed at getting someone to know what you do. You know, if they're your dream client, connect with you know what makes you different, fill out a extensive form and click submit in 12 minutes flat. It's a binary decision. It's just like landing pages, you know? It's like yep. one option. Yep. A lot of people don't treat their business like this. They have a whole website. And um, if that's your primary form of conversion, that's like horrible because websites are, like every tab is a decision. Yep. Every, every video, every little thing is a decision. So really a smart way to secure your defense is to have a binary decision platform yeah. where, where someone can come in and do it quick a specific pain point a specific need yeah. a headline that it says hey if you do this thing you'll get that need met in some way shape or form yeah and then Book they input some form of information by clicking the, by clicking they put input some kind of information from an ads perspective but by entering their name and email they're putting a deeper layer of information and now you're creating a two-way channel of communication yeah most likely right yeah. or it's but prop if you're done properly then that's what you're doing and and that is super valuable and super yeah. powerful. And it's changed the game. I mean, entrepreneurship wasn't 
nearly as easy in terms of being able to join in as it is today. There's more opportunity now to be a professional videographer or professional entrepreneur of any kind or a professional period that is not just about what you went to university or, or college to study, but actually just going through learning online and learning from other people who have done it through real mentorship. Yeah. It's like we, we're coming full circle in our education system where mentorship is coming back into into the spotlight, I think. Yeah, I totally agree, man. Yeah. I totally yeah. agree. And yeah. so as much as you're a 24-year-old, uh -huh. um, you've got a lot of experience in making videos. Yeah. I mean, tell me a little bit about how you got into video. Tell me a little bit about why you became so passionate about it. Um, like what is, it, what is it that's drawing you so deeply into that? And I'm going to get water, so I'm going to flip this angle on you real quick. Yeah, no worries. Um, yeah, I always wanted to be a professional skateboarder when I was a kid. And you have to make videos to do that. So the idea is, is you make videos of you skateboarding, you wear certain brands, and those brands pay you because you get they get content. Um, so I did that. I, I signed my first contract with a business when I was nine years old. I was on the... Um, the apparel team for a, an energy drink company. First videos flopped. Third video started getting them sales. That, mm. was, really, that was really cool. Nine? Uh, Nine years old? Yeah. Got, my, <laughs> got a camera when I was seven. Wow. Um, yeah. And, you know, I just, uh, beyond that, I just um, really started experimenting. I, I've made every type of video you can think of besides, you know, besides <laughs> the ones on the band sites. <laughs> but uh that's a whole story i was actually approached for something like that really yeah it's it crazy <laughs> um but i was 17 years old i was backstage at this hip-hop show i got really into hip-hop music videos mm. i directed shot and edited over 125 of them wow working with small guys big guys just the whole the whole spectrum yeah i was backstage at a show when i was 17 years old and i'll never forget this there was an artist who was a, a top of the line still to this day radio hits all day and night and um i was filming his performance and there was this girl in the audience who offered him 20 bucks to come up on stage and kiss him in the cheek he's like oh, give me 20 bucks let me do it. so she did and anyways after the show i was backstage with this artist and um he was uh him and his team were basically laughing at this chick and laughing at his whole fan base. He's like, dude, this chick's a dumbass. Like, my, my fan base are idiots. You know, like, things mm. like this. And I remember having this moment, because I was getting, like, very, um, I don't want to say influential, but, like, a lot of people were looking up to me. I was in high school working, you know, doing these things. And I remember thinking, like, oh, gosh, what am I doing? Like, who am I helping? Like, existential moment, straight up. Like, wow, I'm getting powerful, and I'm helping this guy. Like, where's my life going? Hard stop. And, um... Yeah, just around that time, I met a guy named Bo Pierce. He was a chiropractor. And I learned that he helped people's bodies reheal themselves, mm -hmm. opposed to going and getting hooked on these pharmaceutical drugs. And I had this crazy mind shift where I realized that business is like the key to solving a lot of the world's problems. So here, here's my line of thinking. There's a lot of problems in this world. Mm -hmm. Businesses are machines designed to solve problems. Mm -hmm. Video is the most powerful business tool in the world totally inacceptable by business inaccessible by business because the industry is not designed to help businesses so I, I just had this realization that holy crap like i need to align myself with businesses and i found a deep deep love for businesses like deep mm -hmm. and um, i just went on a mission to engineer all the gaps um when it came to video and business and to go out on this like experimental 
journey of my life to figure out how this tool can be used to grow a business. And there's so much in between then and now, but you know, um, <laughs> that it was an amazing time. I'll tell, I'll tell one story. I think this story is really important. Sure. So I used to own a coffee shop and one day uh, a woman walked in is dude, this is crazy. Bo Pierce introduced me to this woman. So that chiropractor had this girl come in. She was a dog trainer. Hmm. Right. Well, um, she trained or she spent 1200 hours a year on sales calls. Okay. Selling the dog training. She was booked. She didn't need any more people. She actually came in because she promised her audience something. And, uh, I remember talking to her and I had this like aha moment an hour in where I, was, I call it now a customer breakthrough, but it's like one of those moments where you connect with someone you realize that they're different and they like, something happens where you're like, I get it. Like mm. I get why, like I want to do business. I didn't even have a dog. I was like, I want to do business with you. So I hit her up, um, that night. And I was like, hey, so that two-hour conversation changed my life. I want to try to make a, that into two minutes and, and give this to people who are going to buy from me mm. before they get on a call. And um, I did that, and I shot it on my phone, edited it the same day, and she literally went from spending 1,200 hours a year on sales calls to cl- closing 98% of her deals without ever getting on a call. She's now the top, if not in... She's in the top three, if not the top dog trainer in the world as far as finance. Like, she makes great money. Mm-hmm. She trains dogs for all the celebrities. She went from her backyard operation to multi-acre. She has a book. She speaks around the world. That would never have happened if she was spending 1,200 hours a year on sales calls. The point being is that what she did already worked. Yeah. She was amazing. But we needed to extract why people may like what was working what was and the then core idea yeah and then unbind it from the physics of the 3d and that's what we did i love that i so, love your explanation of, of the unbinding of of like take what works take the, the superpowers that people have and then just capture that and turn it into hero videos essentially yeah yeah so um after some some real thinking about what the hell just went down because i didn't know like literally overnight i'm, I'm saying like literally overnight this thing started working she was the one who told me that and um, so I, I named this video, the video mm-hmm. business card. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is like you can go out, like a company can ask for an about us video or company video, but there's no real thinking behind like, yeah, Like that's not an actual thing. Yeah. It's just. They're like, not thinking about it there's from no the formula. perspective of why people want to watch it. They're yeah. just thinking about it from like, uh, maybe people give a shit and maybe they'll check out our website. So they're creating yeah. it as like full on defense with no. Sure. Yeah. No closing capacity, if that makes sense. Yeah. And there's no formula for it. It's a concept. Yeah. Like when about us video, there's no way to make particular way to make an about us video. Yeah. The video business card operates off core business fundamentals, mm-hmm. which is that the, the, the five or four, like it's a, it's a five part formula. I'll give it here. I don't mind. Um, but it's basically comprised of the, the drive, the things that drive any business, which is who are you? What do you do? Why do you do it? What makes you different? And what do I got to do to do business with you? So that's the formula. And it's, it's an emotional, logical dance mm. um, between information, emotion, and visuals. Here's the other thing about video. Besides the automation capabilities, you could show things. To see is to believe. In skateboarding, we had this term that was like footy or it never happened. Like if you can't yeah. show me it. And here we have business just talking about all the stuff they do. Like you can't even show it. And it's funny. It's like when, when you do show it, it's amazing. Yeah. Like when you can show a personality or show your smoothie getting made or drink or like whatever it is yeah. that you do, you might not think of it as a visual thing, but if you can show, that's the number one way to create belief, belief, the number one way to create sales. 
So it's like if you didn't believe in like aliens, and I showed you like a live alien, you're gonna believe it instantly. Yeah. That's what visuals do. Mm. I'm a big believer in it. I think you're very correct. <laughs> I think you're very, very, very correct in in that. And by the way, if you want more, I'll I'll, I'll get you one. So feel free to finish it. But, um, I believe that the world needs better storytellers, and the world does not understand how much the world 